It's time for Loud Pipes, the podcast that brings you the best conversations relating to motorcycles, the riding experience, and other motoring adventures. Here are your hosts for this episode, Rich Warfield, Rico Hogan, and John Maracle. Loud Pipes, episode 94, had a chance to ride not one, but two fabulous motorcycles today. John came down to Charlotte. The MPC trophy is in the house. Yeah. As is Brother Hogan. What's up, man? What's happening, family? What y'all up to this evening? Uh, we're just kind of cooling down and getting our beverage ready. We've got our ride on today and hung out, had some wings. Good time. Dapper dap. Sounds like I missed a good time. It was a winner. Had our... Uh, one of our barbershop riders, Mike, joined us as well. That was a good time. Sweet. Thanks, Mike. Always fun. Thanks, Mike. So, Mr. Hogan, it's been a while. You got Man. a beverage? Man, I just finished off a bottle of uh, Riesling and a Chardonnay. So, uh, I'm tapping out on the beer tonight. So, I'll finish off this half a glass that I have here. And what I have tonight. So, I think what you're saying is you're straight whining. Whining, whining, whining. whining. (laughs) Very, very nice. You drink. Well, I've kind of, I had bought a mix pack. Geez, I don't know what it was, like a month and a half ago or so. And I got a little bit of everything so that I could have some variety for the show. And this is Joseph's Brow. I think that's how you say it. Probably saying it wrong. This is their summer brew. It's a Kolsch style ale, 4.8% from, uh, San Josie, California. Josie. Which I know is San Jose. Save your emails. <laughs> Johnny John. Yes, man. Riding full 300 today on your amazing sounding spider with that fabulous Two Brothers exhaust. Thanks for coming down, buddy. Isn't, wasn't that a good exhaust? Ah, it sounds good. You agree, Hogan? Oh, yeah. Way lot better. Way lot. Even if that's a word, wait, mm-hmm. that's legit. <laughs> I even got the thumbs up and approval from Big Mike as well. Oh yeah, he liked. Yeah, he, oh yeah, he liked it. That's all cool, man. Mm. I couldn't tell you were blowing all that converter dust in my face when you were showing off to him. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Like, oh, oh, stop, stop. No problem. What are you drinking, Johnny? Oh, I'm having reds, my friend. Reds, apple ale, wins again. It does. All right. Oh, it didn't play. See? That's what I wanted. Uh-huh. Well, if you get your stuff working over there. I I got an iPhone 4 on lock is what I'm saying. Okay. All right. All right. We got some hot topics, so let's get rocking. Get rocking and rolling? Okay, Oh man, today was fun, was fun. Got the deuce inspected. It was running out very soon. And got to ride something we talked about last week. Um, we're gonna get your take on this later, Hogan, in the in the U-turn. But we talked about the Indian Scout Bobber and how we were like, eh, 
could have tried a little harder there. Mm. I got that email. I was like, eh. Yeah. And I thought Harley's Street Bob was better, but I really thought Triumph's Bonneville Bobber was the cat's meow. That was bike number one today. Nice. And I got to say, pleasant. I mean, it was just a nice riding little bike. It was fantastic. Really? Do tell, my friend. Do tell. Just, yeah, all around. So first of all, it was a little smaller than I thought. Based on the pictures and everything, it seemed like it was a little bigger bike. So I think all these bike makers are tricking us with these little scrawny dudes riding their bikes for the press photos. But I was like, okay, it's a little smaller than I thought. But the the weight and balance is really down low. It was quite nimble and just all around fun to ride. Plenty of power, smooth power, good brakes. And Triumph absolutely nailed it on the look. They did. They honestly did. What'd you like most about it? You know, I didn't really have a single feature that I liked. It was just, just pleasing, I guess, as, as how I could describe it. I just, I liked the seating position was fine. The seat was crazy comfortable, even though it was hard, but it was just comfortable the way it was shaped. It kind of, it kind of reminded me of like an old tractor seat, you know, like an old tractor with just the metal pan, but it, but it fits the shape right. of your butt. It was perfect in that regard. <laughs> butt pan. Yeah, like a butt pan. Because it was quite hard, but it was comfortable as heck. And that 1200 motor, boy, that is quite a piece. Really? I got to say, this is probably more fun to ride than a small Sportster. You know I mean? It's oh. been, been a while since I've been on a 1200 Sportster. They're pretty quick, too. So I have to go, go jump on a, a new 1200 Sporty and just get that semi back-to-back. Because this 1200, I thought was impressive. So how is the power band? Low to mid, you know, nothing up high. It's not going to be, not going to be, you know, revved out like a sport bike, but definitely, definitely got out pretty meaty in the mid range and water cooled. That was nice too, which they, they did a crazy job on the radiator. I didn't even notice it until we switched bikes on our demo, you know, looking around it and, and checking it out you know, riding it for a while and then switching. And then I was just standing there and I happened to catch the fan shutting off. And I was like, huh, look at that. It has a radiator. <laughs> it's just hidden nicely. That's cool. But yeah, the bars were cool. I liked how the mirrors are on the ends. Just, just a, a nice little package. I mean, just the epitome of a fun bike to ride around town. You just, you got that vintage look. It's a thoroughly modern bike that, that goes quick, handles well, stops good. Just, it did everything well. Nice. You know, not one part on it stands out as like, you know, oh my God, this part is amazing, but just the whole package worked real nicely together. What a nice little surprise. Now, now we have a question, Mr. Warfield. Yes. Scout quick. Oh, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. And I think that the tough part on it, not to try to, throw us on our buses that we haven't ridden scout i have just been a while and we were on a fairly tame demo ride back then in in my opinion the scouts there the scouts probably quicker and the octane for sure is going to be quicker but you're not going to leave this thing in the dust that's for sure you know you got a unique very looking bike Mm -hmm. where the scout is like it looks like okay and we talked to uh george at motorcycles of charlotte afterwards and talking about the scout 
and just and he looked at it and it's just like Indian. All they did was stick the back at, back seat, cut it off, and there it is. Yeah, it's like an appearance package. So, ooh, I know, right? Yeah, look wise, uh, it's going to be triumph all day. Uh, Performance wise, I don't know. That scout, the scout is quick, and I haven't ridden the octane, but I understand that's even just a little bit quicker than the scout. So, I'd have to look at the numbers. I mean, this. Well, John, why we, what, what was the torque in the uh, CCs on the bike? Both bikes. This is twelve hundred. This is a parallel twin twelve hundred. Scout is what? So let's compare them numbers by numbers. The scout is a thousand. I don't think it's a twelve hundred. That would be show notes from last week, John. <laughs> Those are all in there, by the way. The the Scout, the Triumph, and the Harley's uh, Street Bob for comparison. The Bobber is a twelve hundred with uh, max horsepower. It says six seventy seven horsepower with seventy eight foot point foot, foot pounds of torque. Seventy eight foot pounds of torque. Okay. Yep. And the Scout, yeah. they claim a hundred. Do they not? 100 horsepower or the octane for sure. One of them is 100 horsepower. Give me a minute. I'll tell you in a second. And anything mm-hmm. else you want to know, Rico, while he's looking that up? The weight. So the Scout Bobber is 100 horsepower and 73 foot pounds of torque. Yeah. So it's probably a little quicker. And the weight on the Scout looks like it's 533 pounds. All right. That's empty. Nope. And the popper's going to be 502. So it's a little lighter, but it's giving up uh, 15 horsepower. What's the seat height? Say what the seat height is. Uh, the seat height on the Indian is 25.6. Another thing I'll say too, Rico, is you've got that, you know, I like the look on the back of the bobber where you've got. You know, kind of the soft tail looking, but the suspension is inboard and and not under the bike. And that that handled well. I didn't have, I thought it might have a short amount of travel in in looking at pictures and stuff. I was like, oh, this this might be a little firm in the back, but but no, it was pretty compliant. Really? Yeah, because that was my guy. Was my next question? How how'd you back do on that bike? (laughs) Yeah, it was fine. And and actually, it was a good day to test because I woke up a little sore this morning and I was like, oh, this is gonna be fun. Like test rides. <laughs> so the Triumph Bobber is 27 inches seat height. About the same, yeah. And I sat on it and I didn't have a problem. So it was some of the bikes I have to have a short bike because I have a short inseam and that was pretty. Yeah, John sat on it. We got a good picture that's probably going to go on the album art for this episode of John sitting on the Bobber. <laughs> and and then kind of the other issue is, is the Bobber, the Triumph only has a 2.4 gallon tank and the Indian is a 3.3 gallon, so they got a little more. Whoa, whoa, know. whoa. Two did, did they have like one of the little step-up stools for Johnny to get up on him, though? <laughs> yeah, it was next to the ADV bikes for him. <laughs> Anything with off-road potential, John's out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Totally. My end seems so tiny. Uh, did, wait, but I got to back up. Did you say 2.4 gallons of fuel in this thing? On the Triumph Bobber, yeah. Holy crap. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> That's about 100 miles. Maybe. Not the way we were riding it, but I get your point. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Sounded good, too, Rico. Just even with the stock pipes, it had a pleasant sound to it. I, that surprised me as well, because 
most stock bikes are very disappointing to me, but this made a nice, nice sound and different. You know, the parallel twin makes, you know, a different sound than the, than the V twin. So it's a little different to the ear, still pleasing, but something I'm not used to. So it handled pretty good then? Did you hit any good twisties or anything? Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. I didn't, I didn't really push it that hard, but, um, how to do on the highway there, Rich? Highway was good, man. It had all the pickup you would want. It just, you just switched the throttle and away you went. So I'm, I'm still kind of stuck with the comparison to the Scout because now I'm trying to think like, you know, was it Scout quick? And I think it's going to be a little short of that, but it was still fun. It was still a blast to ride. I dig the look of it. If I'm getting a bobber style bike, it's this bike all day. Oh. All day. Watch out. Watch out now. Watch out. Well, yeah, that's what we're talking about. It's, it's all the uniqueness, the look, the class. I'd even take him for a spin. They would. Yeah, John was even like, I want to ride this. <laughs> really? Did you, John? No, did not. He didn't, no. He did not. But it was fun. I thought it was quite nimble because when you look at it, you know, you're like, all right, you got a lot of weight here up in the front. Looks like it's up high the way the engine's sitting, but. It certainly didn't handle that way. It felt very low. The felt like the center of felt like the balance point, center of gravity, whatever you want to call it, was fairly low and it, it just made it for a fairly nimble bike. You know, it, it didn't feel heavy at all. And and John even commented how he took it off the side stand and and you know, he thought it felt really light and nimble just at a standstill. And then when he picked up the the X Deval S and he's like, Oh my god, he's like, I couldn't even get it off the stand. <laughs> It's only like 80 pounds heavier or whatever. It's not even 100 pounds difference. I'll try to lift my bike then. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then. How was the front end when you jabbed it? Did it dip a lot or? No. Nope. Braking wise, it was pretty progressive. And I was surprised at how much braking capacity it had with a single disc. So, you know, I kind of had to look down and check. I was like, oh, it's just one. But yeah, pretty confident in the braking department. And this was a brand new bike too. This was, I don't know if it was a demo or not, but it's very new bike. Does it come with ABS? There's yeah. a lot of new. I believe so. Do they not, John? Um, double checking. I think they do. Yes, they do. <laughs> so you got a lot of wind in your face since you like that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Bars were comfortable. Good look. I mean, just the overall seating position on this, I thought it was perfect for me. My feet weren't cramped, but I did notice that my, whatever the position was, it was kind of like my bike where it had a tendency to make the knees flare out, you know, so it looks like you're riding with your legs spread open all day, but it wasn't uncomfortable because that's how I ride all the time. But John was like, he's like, your legs look cramped because your, you know, your legs are spread wide. And I was like, I don't know. It feels comfortable to me. (laughs) You always ride with your balls out anyways. I know. I always let it hang out. Just. Just rip it. <laughs> go big or go home. That's right. <laughs> uh, what about the uh, the gearing? How was it easy to find neutral? And was it kind of stiff? Yeah. Yeah, no, easy to find neutral. I was able to shift it smoothly, even under hard acceleration. Had no no troubles with that. Just a well, well-sorted bike. Loved it. Instrument cluster had enough information for you. Yeah, nice, nicely visible, even in the light. You know, it was bright today, bright and sunny. Still able to read everything just fine. 
just the right amount of vintage on the display. Just a few, you know, a few indicator lights. It wasn't wasn't crazy on the on the dash there. Self counseling turning signals and all that. No, and why? <laughs> that bugs me, man. It's like, come on, everybody, get with the program. Self canceling turn signals. Look it up. It's not that difficult. Right. That's like a pet peeve of mine. It's like, come on. Uh, Call up Harley. I'm, they'll tell you how to wire it, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> they all do it. Come on. Uh, Make me cancel my turn signals like an animal. What's wrong with these people? It's 2017. For- <laughs> right. <laughs> I got to cancel my own turn signal. I don't right. think so. That does does that bike come with LED or just the regular headlights? Yeah, no, it appeared to be a regular headlight. It certainly didn't look uh it didn't look any brighter than a regular light. Yeah, it looks like regular halogen. I uh, wonder why they had just considered that an upgrade, I would imagine. Probably. No cruise control that I could tell. But in general when I when I ride these bikes, I have a hard it time. It has cruise control and heated grips. And traction control. Oh, really? And current fuel consumption. Oh. Yeah, I did switch the the ride mode just once. It only has a a rain mode and a road mode. And I mostly left it in road. I switched it to rain just once to feel it. It really just kind of softened up the throttle. It was really the only thing I noticed. And then I switched it right back. But it does have a cruise control, John? It does. And he and he degrips. No, I didn't That's need that. Nice, nice touch. Didn't need those today. Yeah. Two nice little features right there. Yeah, that is nice. So, hey, Rich. Yes, sir. While something was mentioned on our live stream about a scooter, I have to throw this one out. So, Rico, we're sitting there talking. <laughs> yeah, this is funny. <laughs> and we're talking to Charlie from Motorcycles of Charlotte. And his other salesman comes up, his name is George, and says, Hey, were you at the Livewire demo? Two years ago. A couple of years ago. And it's like, well, yeah. Were you the one that has the has the scooter? <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we started laughing. He's like, yeah, I talked to a guy there, you know, doing a, a podcast or a radio show kind of thing, but he was on a scooter. I was like, uh, <laughs> nope, that wasn't me. No, he's not. <laughs> yeah, it was just funny. I, I, I had to throw that out there. John got a bigger kick out of it than anybody. He was just rolling. I'm like, <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Uh, let's see, what else? Oh, before we got uh, interrupted there, I was just looking through some of the details that that I enjoyed. Obviously, the rear suspension there and the fender is nice. Uh, the battery box, nice touch. You know, and even the way they designed the hub of the rear wheel and and having spoke wheels front and back, that's just really cool. Cla- classically looking bike, enough of a retro feel, retro slash vintage feel, but just a thoroughly modern motorcycle that was fun to ride. That's my summary. <laughs> so you would have you so you would have one if you had the coin. I would. I certainly would have one of these. Yeah. So when you, when you got back on your deuce big difference yeah but that's because of what i rode second (laughs) oh (laughs) so rich what did you ride second Uh, are we done with the bobber moving on 
I think so. Yeah. What color was that, Bob, you wrote? Nice. Black. Black. Okay. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. Next bike. Bike two. Yeah. Bike number two. Bike number two. Yeah. So if this wasn't fun enough, we turned the wick up about 37 notches and grabbed (laughs) the Ducati Exdeval S and took that out for a rip. Now, Hogan, you've ridden the X Duval. Was it the S? Or did you just ride the Duval? Do you remember which one you were on? Uh, I think it was the S. I was going to go back and look at the pictures in a prior show, but... I will go looking. You go You go check it out. Thanks, John. So apparently the the regular Duval or X Duval is, is still pretty, pretty violent, but this S is supposed to take it up to a, a savage level in terms of power delivery and and what it can do yeah i really enjoyed that Duval page too yeah this was one heck of a machine i mean i got it up to i'm not going to say the speed but a brisk pace we'll call it in a short amount of time <laughs> and the thing that struck me was how stable it was you know i hollered out to john i was like there's and it's like <laughs> Wow, this thing is stable. <laughs> now, did you feel like a badass like I did riding that bike? Yes. And the stretch on this thing, like the the distance you have to stretch your legs and arms to get to the bars and the pegs, I was like, wow, I'm I'm actually stretching out for this thing. Like usually you get on a, a forward control bike and it's like, okay, it's forward controls, but it's not that bad. I was like, oh, this has got a good amount of stretch on it. It was for me, it was very comfortable to sit like that. Yeah. But but yeah, you totally feel like a badass on this thing. It's just this big, rowdy engine. You got this fat tire on the back. It's all exposed, and the exhaust sounds amazing. And then you hit the throttle, and you're just gone, like sport bike gone. It's yeah. like, goodbye, good night, folks. I'll see ya. <laughs> Turn the lights out when you're done. <laughs> Yeah, it it was pretty savage in the power delivery. Now, I left it in touring mode, which they recommended. And they said you get the full power in touring mode. It just applies it with a little bit um, easier of a throttle. It's not just that snap of the throttle and you know try to rip your hands off the bar. So I was able to get the full power out of it. It just, it just applied it a little softer. And man, oh man, does that thing run? Oh, I know. I was like, why don't they put this in the multi-strata? <laughs> I don't wake that right. thing up. So it looks like from the show notes from episode 44, it was the X of all, not the S. All right. There it is. And, and Rico, your biggest comment, same as the multi-strata, is that the it ran out of breath. The engine yeah. ran out of breath. And I don't think Rich had a problem with it running out of breath. Yeah, I'd have to ride the other one to be fair, but I don't, I'm trying to remember where the the power band was. It definitely was a middle, still had a, a lot five. of power in the mid. Yeah, and that five to nine, maybe even eight range was where all the the savagery was in this thing. But yeah, once once you hit nine, it's like okay, shift it. There's no sense of going any further. Yeah, but I think, like you said, I think that's their character. It's you just have to ride it the way you know, the engine behaves, it's, it's kind of like a big V twin, you know, you don't shift them to 9,000 either. 
you know, my yeah. Harley's probably shifting at six, you know, and this is shifting at nine and sport bikes are in the teens, you know? Yeah. Like 14 and a half on the R, R, R6. So that's what I'm used to just winding it out to death and then be able to switch gears, you know, just, you know, that motor makes you want to do that. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. You could feel it. I mean, the first to second gear shift, you want it to be holding on. And then even second to third at yep. a, a speed we won't mention, you know, coming down from, I try to remember what, because I was trying to pay attention to attack a little bit for the shift points, but even that second to third shift, you know, I shifted in a third and whacked it again. And it's like, I can still feel this thing getting a little light. In the front end, right? Yeah, it was just pulling. Yeah. And it it will do a wheelie. I'm not I'll tell you how and I know, but it will <laughs> it will do a wheelie. Yes, I can I can I can say that as well. Oh man. What a beast that thing is. And the there there's still a crazy amount of lean angle in this thing. Like I was watching the other guy we were riding with who who rides a hyper hyper motard. Yep. He just man, bought it. He got some crazy lean into this thing. So Look at the photos, Rico, of this Exteval S, and look how far out to the edge of that rear tire it's scuffed. I'd like to say that was me, but I'm pretty sure that was not me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and just to throw it out that the Exteval S has 152 horsepower and 90 pounds of torque. Impressive. Mm-hmm. Well, that was a lot of fun. Now, I will say, so as much as I like that, the BMW S1000XR, that's 160 as well for horsepower. I don't know what it makes for torque, but this thing felt like it had more pull than that BMW. Yeah. And maybe it's the torque. Maybe it's that back tire, how grippy it is. I don't know. But wow, I was impressed. And this thing is a is belt driven. Yes. Why can't I get a belt drive on the FJ09? It's 110 horsepower. Come on. Make it happen. The next of all. X Deval S bad boy. Man, what a machine, Hogan. I'm like, this thing blew me away. It's like Yeah, this that's gonna hunt you for a while because it haunted me, I tell you. Yeah, this this one's not gonna leave me anytime soon. This is like, oh oh, man. (laughs) If anyone has hasn't considered riding it go out and ride it sure oh yes go ride this thing it sitting in this cruiser position it'll surprise the heck out of you and my comment when i came back was like wow ducati made such a better v route <laughs> <laughs> right oh. no wonder harley wants to buy him mm-hmm. so rich the s1000 xr is 83 foot pounds of torque Eighty-three. Just giving up what, 10. what they want for, for the S, price-wise. I'm looking it up right now. I think it's about twenty-five grand. Twenty-five. Oh, we never, we never talked about the price for the barber. What they want for that? Uh, barber's about the barber's about twelve. Twelve thirteen. Yeah. Which isn't bad. That's a that's a nice package for twelve grand. Style-wise, for sure, would have it over the Scout. Yeah, me too. You need to go ride the Street Bob for comparison from Harley. That ugly thing? Yeah. Isn't that what George was riding, John? The guy What's who that? was riding the X Deval with me? Didn't he have a Street Bob? Yes. 
That's what it was. Yeah. So shout out to George who was, <laughs> was demo riding with me. He, we switched off between the, the X of all and the bobber, which was fun. And also George from sales at motorcycles of Charlotte. So what are you looking up, John price? Yeah. 25, 26, something like that. Mm. Hogan, do you like the Panigale from Ducati? Yeah, it's not bad. I just have the gearing. The, the you know, just having to switch the gears all the time with those bikes drives me nuts. Well, you know, it's going away. This is the last year for it. Yay! I mean, uh <laughs> really? Well, the the rumors are, and I don't follow it that closely, but the rumors are, then, at least in MotoGP, they're switching to a V4 for the race bike. What? So yeah. Okay. I help them out. <laughs> that can sound as cool as Aprilia. Right. 23.5. For the S? Yep. Get it out. Now, the the other thing about this one, Rico, and, and you can relate to this from riding the, the Modus MSTR, this has the high-end Brembos on the front of it. Wow, did that take some getting used to? Touchy, huh? Oh. First first stop, I grabbed a, hand, a fistful like I usually do on the deuce, and I about flipped myself over the bars. Yeah. I was like, okay, no need for two fingers. Inky. Inky. And then I started using one finger, and then I was still diving the front end every time I touched the lever. I was like, okay, maybe I'll just reach over and blow on the lever. That might just be <laughs> enough to slow it down. <laughs> Holy... I, it's just amazing how much braking force they can put into some of these bikes. Yes. But I guess you need it when you can get up to speed like that. But that was right. the biggest transition for me. So going from the X Deval back to the Harley, I was like, Ooh, what, what's wrong with my brakes? Like, I have no brakes. I'm like, I can't stop. It's like, ah. <laughs> I got two hands on the lever. It's like. Yeah. Slow down. Oh, that, that was hard, man. That took a minute to get used to. Since you went off on a test ride, Rich, it was kind of interesting because it was George, George, you. And since you didn't have your camera mounted to your helmet, I tagged along so we could get audio on the center. <laughs> and then we had somebody else take another test ride. Yeah. Mike from our our crew got on. What did he take a ride on, Rich? He mounted up the mistress and gave it a spin. Really? So here's the other thing, Hogan, is I, I've always felt, and I know you only wrote it for about eight minutes because you couldn't stand the wind, but <laughs> I've always felt that that 96-inch motor punched above its weight. You know, I've always felt it ran hard, like harder than it should for what it is. And I was telling John afterwards, I was like, you know, I've, of all the newer Harleys I've ridden, the 103s, the high output 103s, even the 110 and the CVOs, I'm like... I never feel like I'm giving up anything to those bikes, not in their stock form anyway. And the only thing I've done is an air cleaner, the Vance and Hines exhaust and the screaming Eagle race tuner. And Mike was like, yeah, I think halls. <laughs> like when I told him it was a 96 cubic inch, he was surprised. He's like, Oh, it's like, it's not even a one Oh three. I was like, no, it's not. So validated. What I always thought is that it, it runs hard for what it is. And he disagrees with you, Rico, on it on on Rich's bike. Yeah, he oh, thought yeah. that was quicker than the the one eleven that yeah. he, that he rode last weekend or last Sunday. 
Yeah, the Chief Classic or whatever. Yeah. Huh. So it says you might have to get some cams before we uh <laughs> before we line up. <laughs> oh really? Uh-huh. I know Harley's always slow anyway. Don't matter. We're just not in a hurry, man. Yeah, get up to eighty five and <laughs> all right. No, I'm kidding. Before you get into your Harley bashing. Oh, let's see. What else I want to say about the the ex all, I guess. Yeah, the overall feeling of it, you know, definitely bad boy feeling. Had a great sound. I mean, the pipes right there below your right ear. That yeah, was fantastic. Unique spot. I love that about that bike. And just a great, I mean, to have a twin that revs like that. I mean, I know it doesn't oh, it rev sounds- as high as you want it to, Rico, but still, it revs quick. You know, like, whoom, you're not expecting... You know, a twin the to rev rumble. Like that. Oh, it's like the muscle car exhaust coming out of the side. It just it sounds really good. That's the that was that was another thing that was intoxicating about that bike was just the sound. The sound. Yep. Oh, that bike. Ugh. Beautiful. Now the thing I did. Go ahead. I said music to my ears. <laughs> now the thing I didn't get to try. But uh, George from the dealership did describe that it has launch control. And he said it's the most brutal feeling he's ever felt in his life. And that includes some high-end exotic cars and even race cars that have launch control. And he's like, that's the most brutal launch I've ever, ever had. Wow. And we didn't get to try it. It's like, of course, after we get back, it's like, oh, you know this has launch control. And Uh now you tell me. Right. But yeah, imagine uncorking that thing and have it launch and not spin a wheel and not flip you over the back of the bike either. Just hit the button and you disappear. Right. Oh, I want to try that. I'm glad I did that, man. That whew, that was. I needed that. Like I said, I have haven't test ridden a bike in a while. That just, boy, that's gonna stick with you. Gonna hunt you. Trust me. And start riding other bikes and be like, mm, nah. <laughs> Not quite there yet. Keep well, trying. Yeah. 130 horse. Okay. Um, Maybe next year. Better luck next year. Mm. I don't know if I don't have anything else to say. Braking was unreal. Great lean angle. Sound was amazing. And it was fairly comfortable to ride. I didn't put many miles on it, but I'd like to. I wouldn't mind throwing a hundred or two on it. See what that seat feels like. Anybody looking at you at the stoplight? Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) I wasn't looking at them. (laughs) Everybody was giving me the thumbs up on that thing. No, we didn't get many stoplights. uh, Just a couple leaving the dealership there. So you remember where Motorcycles of Charlotte is right off of Westinghouse? Right. So you just, we went under 77, went like one light took a nice little side road and then we came back up. Uh, I forget what road that was, but basically come took a straight shot back to the highway and then did one exit on the, on the highway. So it was a nice little loop, but it was enough to, to get our speed on several times. <laughs> but yeah, I like the power delivery of the triumph though. That was the way it delivered power was nice. Just a nice, smooth, steady pull. You know, no fuss, no drama, just here it is. So that was nice. That was pleasing. 
you know, the Ducati was a little more of a beast about it. Yeah. Or it felt like it was trying to kill you or something. <laughs> <laughs> I know you want to have fun, but I'm going to try and kill your ass. Watch this. <laughs> Good stuff. Nope. So I don't know, John, anything else you observed that I might have missed from the bikes? And then we'll no. go to second half of show. No, I think we uh, you did pretty good. I think you had fun today. A lot of fun. And thanks again for coming down, having lunch, and bringing that oh, man. beautiful trophy. That's a beautiful trophy. Yep. yep it, was, it was cool going to more, uh, more cycles charts again and seeing those guys and check them out. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Big thanks to them. And we always talk about it. You know, it's a, it's a cool place to visit, even if you're not buying. There's so much product to look at they have a cool place to hang out upstairs a theater and food and pool table and whatnot it's just just a fun place to hang out like i said even if you're not shopping so all right we have a couple of other topics mr hogan indians yeah, yeah. 2018 lineup is out do you care i i do and i don't well let's just touch on the two new ones for now the roadmaster elite which yeah. an even gaudier version of the Roadmaster. We'll talk about that one first. But the one I like, the Springfield Dark Horse. Now that yeah. is looking sharp. That, that's the bike right there. Let's talk about that one first. Okay. <laughs> so I already liked the Springfield just in terms of what it was. It was intended to be a little better handling because the rake isn't as much as I don't believe it's as much as the Chieftain. It still has the hard bags, but no fairing. I was like, yeah, that's that's my thing. So now the the Dark Horse, they put the open fender on it, so now you can see the brake calipers and everything. And, of course, blacked it out with their uh, Dark Horse treatment. And dude, that is money. <laughs> that is money in the bank right there. Look at that thing. Yeah, that, that'd be the one I, if I didn't have the Roadmaster, that'd be the bike I would have. The Springfield, I like a lot better than the Chieftain because it would just felt like a stripped out version of of uh, the Chieftain for some reason. It would just handle better. It um, it felt a little bit more nimble. You got more air in your face. Yeah. You didn't have to sacrifice not having the bags like you had, like you did with the Dark Horse. Yeah. Um, this bike, checked all the bells and whistles for me and uh, it was just a joy to ride but now after you you have the big fairing and the lowers you wouldn't miss that and the tour pack and all that i would miss it because you know long trips it just the yeah. weight of that bike keeps you stable especially when there's a lot of high winds yeah you really don't for, to me for riding it as much as i have been it i really don't feel effects you know like you did you know, you're just not used to having that big a bike or something. I don't know. But yeah, the, in the winds, I don't I don't get affected that much. So I like the weight of that bike in that okay. aspect. But I don't like the weight or just parking lot maneuverabilities and stuff like that. <laughs> it can become it can become cumbersome in some areas, especially when you're leaning too far over. I was gonna say when you uh, get a little too far over, we know what happens. Yeah, girl likes to fall over. But uh, yeah, to, yeah. <laughs> to be able to uh, not to worry about that would be a nice thing. Mm. Yeah, this bike would be the other bike I would have. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to give kudos to Indian for the the Springfield Dark Horse. This one is well done, but yep. 
if they really want to take this to where it needs to go, they need to put the styling that they put in that front fender and just run it down the rest of the bike. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know what like, I mean? You got all that attention in the front. What about the back? Yeah. So they got to open yeah. that up. So that cover that's under the seat in front of the right bag there, I guess that's covering the belt drive. You got to get rid of that. You got to lose that. Let me see the belt. Let me see some more of that rear wheel. You know, maybe reshape that piece that sits under the rear seat. Or sorry, that piece that sits under the seat behind the rear cylinder. You know, reshape that. Open it up a little bit. Let me see what's in there. You know, maybe even show off that suspension, right? Why not show off that shock a little bit? Well, yeah, that's kind of tucked in under under the seat. But I think they should just chop that rear fender off. They should have made this the bobber, not the scout. Springfield should be a bobber. Oh, now you're talking. Yeah, that's what they should have did. That's where they dropped the ball. <laughs> Let's bob this bad boy. <laughs> yep. Oh, uh, you talk. Yeah. All right. Let's get on it. Yep. Let's go buy a Springfield and a cutoff wheel and get going. That's it. What they should have did. Well, well done. And twenty thousand nine ninety nine. So you could have saved some bucks, man. Yep. Woulda coulda. Sure woulda coulda. But got the big girl now. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I could strip her down if I ever wanted to. But. You're still talking about the bike, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I like to take out the top and the bottom. I can take off her top if I want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the Roadmaster Elite, that uh, doesn't do it for you? Is that over the top now? Is that too far? It's too gaudy. Too I mean, far, with the yeah. gold pack, with the, really? It's like, uh Well, the gold and the you don't have that chrome bar around the front fender like this one, do you? No, yours doesn't have that. No, no. That, that's a piece I'd left off. Uh, and then it comes around the back of the the tour pack and comes around the rear fender. It's like, oh, oh, this is like, this is like someone went crazy with the parts catalog and just tacked on everything that they offer. It's like, stop, stop. <laughs> Put down the catalog, my friend. Put it down. And just the gold pack. I don't know if I, I have to see it in person. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll save judgment. I mean, we'll make fun of it now, of course, but we'll, we'll save judgment till we see it in person. And then they slapped a little Indian on the side of the saddlebag there in the back. Yeah, like it doesn't say Indian anywhere else. I know. Well, and also, like you said, the black and this black and blue paint scheme might be dynamite if you just drop the gold. Yeah. That might be a really nice paint job. Let me see. They got other pictures. I want to spin it around and see if there's another, like a photo from the front. Maybe just change that pinstripe to, to white or like a darker blue or something. That might even be better. But uh, kind of looks like gold leaf. I'm looking at some close up. Oh, it does say it's gold leaf. Yeah, real 23 karat gold leaf. Look at that. Eat that. Oh well, man, I take it all back then. 23 karat gold leaf. Forget it. It's a cat's meow. And they should have, like, in the elite, on a lot of the other elites that they're doing, they should they'll put the store fender on. Yeah. They don't have a big fender on. Then why didn't they do that with this bike? Well, there's so much style to this thing. I don't think you could pull off that fender on this bike. You can get away with it on a Chieftain because there's no tour pack. And there's no, you know, there's no lowers either. So... They kind of get away with it with the Chieftain, but I have the same comment with that as I do the 
the Springfield, it's like, okay, now you got to change the style of the rest of the bike. Cause now you have this very, very retro vintage slash old looking bike, you know, from the neck back and then the forks and the front wheel, you're starting to lean modern. Like you got, you got to do the rest of the machine. Come on. And 36,000, $37,000. All right, let's get, let's get Johnny's opinion. I think I know where he stands, but either one of these, you like them? You think, think this is moving the needle or just more rebadging? Rebadging. <laughs> more paint, please. More paint. <laughs> Nothing's changed. We need a new bike. Can you cut me a fender? I mean, and the other thing, Rico, they got rid of your color. Mm-hmm. Did they? Yep. I won't see no more of them around. You can still get the red, right? But you can't get the red and cream? Correct. Oh, this, uh, what, are, what do they call this color? The black and, uh, what what do you call that? Brownish? What the other that? thing, they t- looks like they took, oh no, Rico, you have the Indian Roadmaster, right? Not the classic, yeah. Yes, he has the road ma- the regular Roadmaster. The classic okay. would be leather bags. Yep, I see. I see the difference. Yeah, they don't put those two extra gauges on this one. That's only on the Elite. Hmm. Now the bike doesn't have it, but that would be a good place to put a boost gauge. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, Lloyd's. Hello. Like what you think? <laughs> you like what I'm thinking? I think what they need to do is take the fender off the front and put the same one, like you guys have said, from the, the Springfield. Oh, they did. You, it is optional. Look, so you have a 19-inch front wheel and open fender now available as an accessory kit. Scroll down. There it is. I, I kind of mm. dig the right. brown, though. I don't think the black looks good. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? I don't know what they call that, but that looks good. I'm on board with that color. I'm on board with them opening up the front fender. Just when the rest of the bike catches up, then maybe we'll start looking at it. But it's just like I said in the past, it looks like all Indian models, except the Scout, I mean, look all the same. Oh, they can, yeah. I mean, I know there's little variations, but it's all the same. Yep. All right, sir. Well, should we ta- thank a few people before we head off to our U-turn? Let's do it. Sure. So we just want to thank a few people before we head on. We're not closing the show down. We're just moving this up to the middle. We'll kind of put this after new topics and before we get into sort of old business. And first and foremost, we want to thank uh, Motorcycles of Charlotte for the test rides today. Uh, If you get a chance, stop over there. uh, Say hi to Charlie. Tell him we said hey. And also George or anyone over there. All all good people, like I said, and a good good place to hang out. Even if you're not buying, just check it out. It's like a Nice little bike toy store. And we'll be heading back over there, John and I, because I think we, we talked to Charlie today. I think we're going to definitely line up and and do that uh, motorcycle safety course. So that'll get, also get John on the Scrambler, which I know he wants to ride it, he said. Oh, nice. Yep. All right. Also, uh, we want to welcome Dangerous Dave, Mr. Dave Shoop. He's the newest member to the Riders of Loud Pipes. And he's in the live stream tonight, so say hello to everyone there on on the live stream. So Dave's working his way through the clubhouse. I did ask the guys earlier to clean up a little bit, you know, and be nice, but you, you know where that usually goes. <laughs> right. We have put Roger in the corner. <laughs> put Roger in the corner. Be nice. Get the water bottle out. I did. 
And let's not forget, let's thank all the riders of Loud Pipes for their continued support. First five riders, Marcus, Rickard, Edward, also in the live stream, Jebby and Zion. Barbershop riders, Chuck, Chris, and Mike, and technically Jebby too, if you want to split hairs. And riders group, Steve, Micah, Jim, Kenny, and Roger. And our insider, Darren, who still needs friends. He's lonely. Come on, people. Loudpipes.net slash donate is a place to be. Sign up. Select the rewards that you want. I think you will be pleased. One U-turn topic. And I only need Brother Hogan for this one. What say you on the Indian Scout Bobber? I said, why did they do that? <laughs> he said, I think that you said something like this. <laughs> you know what? Never mind. I just got a little puke in my mouth. Is that yeah, sum it up? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much they did. Yeah, I think we're, they were better suited to do it to, like we talked about a second ago, the Springfield or Dark Horse turn that bike into oh, Bobber. The chief Dark Horse Bobber yeah. with yeah. the apes. Yes, that's that's what that's what they should have did. See, they we, wanted a sailboat. We figured this out in about forty-two minutes, right? Right? Come on. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. the, the Loud Pipes Consulting Group is available for hire. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> want to build, you want to move more units? Give us a call. <laughs> imagine our, our banner, right? When you want to get with the program, call us. <laughs> really. They could have. They, they could have kept that one. Sorry, Indian. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe ride it might change our opinion a little bit. See it in person. Throw a leg over it. Maybe no. You know, it's something about the the motor. I think you know you want to have the the one eleven uh, motor on the bumper. I would imagine. I think it would look nicer. Yeah, for sure. I we talked in the last or, show about the center mass of the Scout that that part never changes. Yeah, I mean, you, yeah, you cut the back in off a little bit, Ooh. Right. but the rest of the bike looks the same. Fender bars, paint, yeah, and didn't even change yeah. the pipes. Yeah. Uh, next. All right, we won't beat them up too bad. Yep. That's what I got to say about that. Let's see. Do we have any <laughs> garage topics? Anybody doing any work? Uh, I installed a radiator. In the gal galper galloper. All I've done. Well, I finally got the chain off the R6. That's about as much wrenching as I've done. <laughs> Which <laughs> I was telling John, I was like, all right, I finally bought the chain breaker and it was like 75 bucks. I was like, all right, well, but it's a nice unit. And I take it out of the box, open the instructions. And step one is like, we recommend taking the chain off <laughs> with a cutoff wheel or a grinder. <laughs> oh, what? It's like you couldn't put that on the outside of the box. Right? <laughs> it's like, geez. Jeez. Why did I buy this? Uh, so I did. I got the grinder out and ground the rivets off. And then I still did use the breaker to, to push the pins out a little bit. But I'm sure I could have just knocked it out with a screwdriver. Right? It was hilarious. I was reading that. And I was just like, son of a... <laughs> <laughs> I could have did, been done. I could have had a chain off two weeks ago. Right? Wait on this instructions 
So, yeah. So I think maybe Sunday when I get done with, you know, things I got going on around here, I might press the new one in. I got to put a little degreaser around it, rinse it all off, make it all pretty. I bought a oil filter today. So going to spin a new oil filter on it before I button that part up. Cause I was looking oil. at Got to do new plugs. So you got it all torn apart. Put some new plugs in there. All right. Yeah, that's right. I got, I'm going to have to take all that body work off, aren't I? Yeah. And there's only one that's a pain in the butt to get to. Well, if I'm going to go that far, of course, this is keeping me from getting to the track, but if I'm going to go that far, should I go in and, and try to sink the carbs and all that stuff too? Um, you can take a look at it. Maybe check out the, the air filter and all that underneath there. Or maybe get one of those meters and plug it in and see if the four of them are even. That's it. And if they're way out, adjust it. Otherwise, just leave it. All right. Because I was talking to Charlie, you know, more motorcycles of Charlotte talk, but talking to Charlie, he's been doing track days. So we're going to be talking about that. Yeah. Yeah. He sold his GS and picked up an MV, one of the, one of the brutalities. So I thought that was pretty cool. I was like, oh, track days? You don't say. (laughs) Don't say. Something I've been thinking about. So yeah, that'd be neat. So yeah, I don't know. I guess you're right, Hogan. With the body work off, maybe you ought to take it a step further. Check it all out. I don't really have time to ride it, and it's not licensed anyway, so I'm not losing anything. Exactly. Let's keep it up on the stand a little longer. Yep. I did plug the battery back in, though. I was like, ah, it's been a few weeks. Let me put the tender back on it. Okay. I don't want to kill the battery. Right. Although, I, I've got to send you a link. I did find some crazy, crazy light lithium batteries. This was for the FZ09, but they were talking about it only weighing like seven pounds or something. And the stock one's like 30 pounds. I'll see if I can find the link and send it to you. It was crazy light, this little lithium battery. So, I'll have to check that out. Anything else? Any maintenance for you, John? You got some coming up, right? Mm, no, no maintenance. You have your big maintenance coming up, or you just did it? I just did it. You just did it. Okay. Yep, all good on maintenance. Okay. Well, I think that's all we got. Oh, I know what I need. Well, the garage. What was? <laughs> one more thing. <laughs> all right, all right, one more. Uh, you know, after I washed and waxed and rubbed down the girl. Where I covered her and put her away. You know, when I get back to ride her again, I'm going to need an oil change. And what was the name of the oil that uh, of the guys from Motorcycle Men? Serma. What's that? It's Serma. Serma. Yeah, I knew it started with. Yeah. That's it. With a C. C. Serma Lou. C for Serma. <laughs> <laughs> We're just making fun of everyone tonight. It's just not right. No, right. <laughs> I'm going to get, I'm going to get like fall up the stairs on my way out of the studio tonight. I feel like, oh, that's what I get. Okay. I guess nothing else. No, no real racing update. I've kind of been watching it on and off, but not enough to talk about it. But I did order my 2017 Isla Man TT review, Blu-ray, of course. So I can't wait for that. Which I will, of course, ship to Hogan when I'm done. <laughs> What's that, Rigo? I said we got to get Ben on the show so he can talk about his, uh, his time there. Yeah, I'm curious to hear what it was like because he hadn't been in a while. So, right, you know, going back now and, you know, living in Costa Rica and 
and uh, his buddy didn't win. Is actually his his rider didn't even ride, right? McGinnis didn't ride. I have to go back and look. Whoever he picked didn't ride. He got hurt. What? I forget exactly who it was, but I know Michael Dunlop. I think ended up winning it on the new Suzuki, which was impressive. Yeah. Okay. Anything else, John? You want to cover events? Events. We, we already dropped the big bomb last week, so we won't talk about that again. Yeah, but we'll talk about that. Mm, I'm probably going to most likely hit the Capital City Bike Fest in okay. September here in downtown Raleigh on the 23rd and 24th, I think. All right. Other than that, I don't think we have any other events. All up in the air at this point. All up in the air. Yep. Okay. Well, if that's the only other event, I will just make a quick mention that um, episode 100 is approaching. And we like to do fun things around nice round numbers and anniversaries. So we actually have a double dip coming up, Hogan. So if we time it right, as of right now, we keep on the weekly pace. Episode 100 is going to be Labor Day week. And what comes after that? Anybody? Anniversary show. Anniversary show. So it's actually going to be show 100 and three years pretty much. In the same week. Oh, we'll do two, two shows then. Well, it'll probably just be one big show, but <laughs> I guess uh-huh. my whole point of mentioning it is that we're going to do this one as a live event, meaning, you know, we'll do it at a venue somewhere. And if people want to come hang out, we can. We're still working, working that out. We don't know where or the, the full details, but hopefully we'll have something soon that we can share. And, you know, or if people want to call in as well, we'll set up a line uh, so people can do that. So, you know, show 100 and three-year anniversary probably just be a big party. We won't necessarily have a topic, but some good times will be had by all, I'm sure. Motorcycle. Yeah, maybe do it down at MOC. That'd be fun. Yeah. Do it up there in the theater room or something. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. Okay, before we sign off, just real quick, I'd like to, again, thank the Riders of Loud Pipes for their continued support. And we just encourage everyone to check out loudpipes.net slash donate. And we won't talk about the store this week, but I will remind you that additional information from this episode, including links and images, can be found at the website for this week, loudpipes.net slash 94. And if you just go to loudpipes.net, if you don't already know, that just takes you to the most recent episode. You'll find links here to leave us feedback, subscribe to the show, follow us on social media. Brother Hogan, kickstands up. Kickstands up, baby. Shabila. Johnny John. Everybody be safe. for listening please consider supporting the show we offer generous rewards for your contribution find more details at loudpipes.net forward slash donate